All right, we're back. Circling back podcast coming to you live from the lot presented by Vizzy Heart Seltzer, the only heart seltzer with superfruit acerola and vitamin C. My name's Will DeFreeze. On the screen in front of me, we got Dave, that boy, rough. Yeah, sorry I couldn't be there. Uh, we've got a Monday finisher at the Northern Trust. And you know me, big FedEx Cup guy. I'm glued to it. Uh, just just champing at the bit for the uh, 11.30 tea time. So if I get a little distracted, you know what's up. I didn't know we could stay home to watch golf. That's pretty sick of you, man. I kind of want to do it. Right, I, cool. Do you mind if I go home right now? Can we just hit pause? And- yeah. This is a golf podcast now. Sick. Uh, we also have Dylan Shivery. Is that how you pronounce it in the building it, today? It is. That's thank cool. You. Yeah. Hey, man. Welcome to the podcast, man. Uh, thank you for that warm welcome. I'm very happy to be here today. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a great week. It is podcast week for the record. For those who did not know, kinda another s- one kind of snuck up on us this year. Um, hey, if it's you're new be a here, great week. if you're new here, podcast week is the week in which we podcast. Just want to yeah. be clear, we're gonna have a lot of new listeners today. It's a week during which we celebrate podcasting while we podcast. It's pretty cool. Cool thing we we started a while back. It's pretty neat. Did y'all hear what I did this morning? What'd you do, man? I hit him with that fall blend. Your boy went straight hazelnut on the coffee today. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm out here bawling. Dude, no one saw that coming. Yeah. The thing about hazelnuts is that they're nuts that are also hazel. Dude, is it booming loud? It was loud, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was loud. You mash that, that nut button. Yeah. Very sick. The man. hazelnut button. I don't even know. if I couldn't even identify a hazelnut if the one was in front of me right now. Dude, I thought I, I, thought I heard you when I pulled up, man. It was really the, the whole building was shaking. It was so loud in here. Yeah. Yeah, I brewed it real slow, and it was loud, and it was banging. <laughs> wow, wow. snap, God. Yeah. That's sick. That's Will's, sick. You've come a long way, Will. Why? <laughs> Why? We're, we're slowly grooming him, Dave. You, you tried to, if you tried to make that joke three years ago, well, you would have been booed <laughs> off stage by me. But come on. My favorite. No, I think I brought you guys a long way, that you guys, you guys don't hate me anymore, and I can just say this no, stuff. I do have a few candles in my collection now, yes. Let's fucking ride. Yeah. Let's yeah. ride. Uh-huh. Are people aware that you get free coasters right now? Actually, that's only while supplies last. What, for the Sunday Scaries? Yeah, but I, I'll be honest. If you go today and try to do it, I, I, bet, I bet the supplies didn't last. You're a terrible salesman. I, I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> I, like, I know how many coaster sets there were, and I looked at how many people went to the site yesterday. I just don't think there's any coasters left. That's a shame. Man. We should do our own coasters and call them Mosters. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. What does that stand for? It's, it. I don't. I don't really know. Um, it's just you an idea. I have up. a lot of ideas. Normally, I don't bring them out on the podcast, but you know, we we normally don't do. We usually have a lot of fun and easy banter going into these episodes, but I think today we have a pretty full slate, unless I'm mistaken. We have a lot to discuss. So we also have a lot of programming notes today. So let's just get these out of the way right now. First and foremost, head over to Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/CirclingBackPodcast. As you guys know, Bachelor in Paradise is tonight, and uh, we are going to completely disregard that, and we're going to do worst of tomorrow. If you have a story of your own, you had a tough weekend maybe a bachelor party that got out of control, or if you're just down bad, we want to hear about it. Worst of it, washmedia.com. Send yeah. your story in. You the can more, also, sorry. The no. more heat you guys bring with your stories, the better these episodes are going to be. So don't hold back. Keep you anonymous, of course. Tell us your worst of stories, and we will dissect them on the pod. In terms of stories, we have about enough to last us for two full episodes right now. I want more. I yeah. want it all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can also go to washmedia.com, fill out the form there. Do it. We're also doing Friday voicemails. And if you subscribe for an entire year, you get 10% off of your subscription. 10% off. 
No one's doing that. Hurts uh, nobody. Also, go follow Circling Back Pod and Watch Media on the Grom, on Twitter, on TikTok, anywhere you can go find us. Go follow. Leave a review and five-star rating. Tell a friend about the podcast. As always, you can also watch every episode at youtube.com slash watchmedia. Uh, and I also want to give a special shout-out to every show on the network today. Ooh, the netty. Too Much Dip, our sports podcast. Shouts to the hosts on uh, Too Much Dip. You guys, you guys cool with them? You rock with them? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We also have the Sunday we'll Scaries podcast. They rock with us. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, we have the Sunday Scaries podcast, Mail In, Club Cool, Internet Party Brunch. Just go to go to the, go to the Wash Media Network on iTunes and just go subscribe to every single one of have those. Have we not dis- discussed the uh, the puck one coming down the, p- the pike a little no, bit? No, dude. Like God, you you are so you can't you can't hold anything in. I'm sorry. If you've proven anything this weekend, like you can't <laughs> you can't just chill on something and just let it marinate. Yeah, that's and then- true. I get I get too horned for stuff, too excited. I have to talk about them. Sorry. I, I didn't know that wasn't even announced yet. I'm going to start calling you Mr. Vegetable because you can't let anything come to fruition. Okay. What are you doing? That's terrible. Dude, that was a fruits what and vegetables joke. <laughs> He's doing fruits and veggies jokes now. Dude, that was so good. That was good. terrible. Randy's currently shaking his head saying that was so bad. I can hear people unsubscribing right now to the pod. I think I can hear him subscribing. What does that sound like exactly? <laughs> Yep. Uh, I also what, if, have a, what if every time somebody subscribed, you just heard? <laughs> every time they subscribe, it's podcast week. That's sick. Abracadabra. <laughs> we also have a major announcement right now. Major announcement right now. Is this about early bird CBD? Dude. Okay. Guess who's back, back again? Shouts to our very first sponsor of Circling Back, Early Bird CBD, back in January of, of 2019. Not only were they our first sponsor, but they paid us in cash. They, they paid us in, in Benjamins. It was cold like $100 bills. We were doing our first episode, and they walked in. And they were like, I mean, can we get an ad read on this? Like, this seems like it would do well. And we were like, yeah. And he's like, all right, here you go. Yeah. And we, we took one of the $100 bills with the thumbtack, and we just pinned it to the wall inside the studio. It was like our first 100 made. I think it's still in there, actually. Dude, we got to go get that. <laughs> take that no. Shit, they, they actually sold the house, and it's under renovation. <laughs> so I, I think we lost that $100. Dylan, do you not remember what happened to that $100 bill? I do not, David. I, one of us, I'm not going to say who, ripped it off the wall and rolled it up and did something with it. Uh, yeah, didn't you leave it in a bathroom on West 6 one weekend? Come on, what are you doing? <laughs> if you guys aren't familiar with Early Bird CBD, uh, welcome to the Early Bird CBD universe. Uh, these guys have been with us from day one, like we just said. We've uh, worked with them a lot. We used to have the Early Bird CBD studio, and guess what? They're back. Early Bird has spent some time. They've developed their very own CBD gummy. It's a hemp product. And are you guys ready for what I'm about to tell you? This isn't your grandma's CBD gummy. It could be your grandma's, and your grandma's going to be having a great time in that <laughs> recliner of hers. <laughs> I, take, I take one early bird CBD before I watch HBO. It's got two and a half grams of, of THC yeah, in it. It's got 2.5 milligrams of natural THC. <laughs> And 12 and a half milligrams of CBD in each gummy. These things, I, I just want to be crystal clear. These things are made for fun. These aren't for everybody. These are your feel-good CBD gummies. Yeah, they're, it's a perfect amount of, it's real THC, folks. A perfect amount of THC for just kicking back, relaxing, getting a little bit mellow after a long, hard day. I'll be honest. Uh, 
Bay and I took these the other night, and guess what? She loved it so much, she took one of my bottles home with her. She uh, just confiscated the entire bottle of the stuff and took it home. Sally and her friend uh, took one the other night, and the next morning I woke up to a text from her friend saying, how can I invest in this company right now? <laughs> uh, this stuff is incredible. There are some different use cases for these. Some people like them to relax. Some people like to pregame with them before going out, and some folks just like that little buzz that they get when they go hit Barton Springs, if you know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. These guys are local. They've done all this in Austin, Texas. They've, you know, what it comes down to is that they formulated early birds with a micro dose of THC to make you feel great without getting lit. And yes, for those wondering, it's 100% legal and it's 100% great. Legal because it's extracted from the hemp plant, correct? Yeah. Don't know the, exactly how that works, but that's why it's legal. It's just great. Uh, like we said, these guys are based in Austin. These guys have been supporting us. We, we've been supporting them. And now they make a product that I think we can all stand behind uh, with no questions asked. Legitimately, I, I'm obsessed with it. For 20% off everything. Yes, I said 20% off everything. Go to earlybirdcbd.com and use promo code STEAM at checkout. Uh, this is a single-use code. So if you're going to load up load on the stuff, cart. load the cart right now. Yeah. Uh, it's a very, very... Great product. Because if you buy one bottle of it as like a tester, like, oh, I might want to buy some more if the stuff's good, you're not going to save another 20% on the no. other bottles. So load up. You're going to want to buy more, I promise you. And if I had to recommend how you, should, how you should go about doing this, I would say take one to begin with when you're just sitting at home one night and see how it does for you. TBH, one is all I need. Sometimes you might just need a half. Sometimes you need one. Sometimes you might need, want to put, put two in there. Get a little bit loose. Yeah. But if you take four all at once, you're going to be feeling something. So just be careful out there. Again, earlybirdcbd.com. That's 20% off everything on earlybirdcbd.com using code STEAM. And like we said, one and done. Be careful out there. Have fun. Yeah. I think it's time. Uh, it's time to recap this weekend in fun. Okay. Who wants to Who start? do we normally start with? It's usually your boy. Would you like to start with no, uh, you? Go ahead and do this. Talk, let's hear about your. Are you sure? That no one you, cares are, about. Do you want to defer for now? Well, I would like to once again come over the top of your seventy-nine on the golf course. So, if you would, <sighs> go ahead. I mean, I can start. Davey, would you like me to start? Start it up. Start it up, bud. Your boy had a massive I weekend. I started off. I, uh, I I spent the entire day, the entirety of my day on Friday, chilling with Fritz. It was Dude, Fritz, he, Fritz and Will Day. And then uh, to, cap, the to cap that all off, I went out to dinner with uh, somebody you guys might know, my wife Sally, as uh -huh. well as uh, somebody Dave's, else you guys might know, uh, Boo Boo, Micah's Dave's, wife. Dave's little whiskey girl and Boo Boo. Correct. And so I went out to dinner, uh, ate some uh, steaming hot fajitas. It was just great. We were sizzling pretty hard. And then uh, I decided to go drop Sally and her friend off at a Heather McMahon comedy show. And I went home and uh, chilled with Fritz, got him into bed. Watched a little bit of that dead documentary that I've been chopping through. Only mm -hmm. one episode left. Woke up on Saturday feeling just great. Feeling just wonderful. Mm -hmm. Went out to Lions Municipal Golf Course. You guys heard of this place? I have. And uh, for the people out there wondering, yeah, uh, I did shoot a 79 for the first time in my entire life. Congratulations, Will. That's a, a huge a huge accomplishment, a big milestone in, in a young man's golf career. I'm happy for you, man. What, what was working most for you? Everything. Yeah? Everything. Uh, it was, it, I didn't know it was in play until I was, until I wrote down our score for 17. What were you through nine? 40. Okay. Shot a 40 on the front, felt good about it. Had no actual idea that I would, uh, you know, I didn't ever think 70 was even in play once I shot the 40. It's not often that I'm shooting like low 30 or like thirties or anything in, on, on a nine. 
And then uh, as we started to uh, play on the back, I was like, I was playing pretty well. And uh, on number 17, I hit a six iron into the green to about, I don't know, 15 feet. And that shot, I didn't realize it at the time, but that shot was the shot that really set me up to be in a, a really nice position. You look like you have a question, Dave. No, no, no. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm actually now envisioning the back nine, and I've got, uh, I've got a, some club selection questions that I'll try to limit. But go ahead. Uh, no, you can ask me any questions you want. What did you hit on 17T, uh, and what did you hit on 18T? 17 for those who've never played lions. There's a giant oak tree in the middle of the fairway. If you driver is kind of risky because you can go through the fairway. No, you're thinking, 16. you're thinking of 16. 17 right. Okay, so yeah, 16 is a hard downhill par 4. It's the it's the one hole on the course that if I am having a good round, I can pretty much guarantee that I'm going to have a big number on this hole. Because if you go too far, you're in the water. If you go either side, you're blocked, you don't have a shot to the green. So I went up, I pulled 4 iron and I was going to have a short back swing that I just kind of punched out into the fairway. What happened was that I hit it very thin and it just rolled out into the middle of the fairway. And so I was like, okay, thin it to win it. We're feeling good. From that point, I hit another four iron into the green and I absolutely shanked it down to the bottom of the hill. And I went to, I think it was on 11, that par five. It was ugly. Oh, no. And so I had a, a pitch shot underneath the tree that I had to do up to the green. And I sculled it and it hit the side of the green and bounced in the air and then rolled to the fringe. That was what really saved me. That's lucky. That's what really saved me. And so I got up and down from there and that really set me up. Went to the par three, 100. 65 yards, I hit a, a kind of a knockdown six iron. And like I said, I hit it to 15 feet, felt good, parred that. Went up to 18, which is a drivable par four. And that's when I realized it was in play. I was like, oh, I need to par this in order to shoot 79. Like this is, this is important right now. Uh, hit driver, couldn't have hit it better. It was 30 yards from the, the green. There was some wind in our face. And I hit a chip shot that was too short. So then that's when I really started getting nervous. Then I hit a putt that I thought was going to go past the hole, and it went about ten or went about six feet short of the hole. And when I went to go mark my ball, my hand was shaking so much that I had trouble putting the ball back down. Oh my god! I was so nervous. Are you kidding? Everyone else around me knew what was going on, and I went up and I was like, "Well, this is this is a very important putt in the grand scheme of things. You're never going to get this close anytime soon." Remind me how far it was again. Six feet. Okay. And I just, my last two rounds have been 101, 101. So even being <laughs> here, I was just 101, like 101, 101, 79. Okay. I had the guys, they were like, Will, you got this. And I was like, I, I almost want to be like, guys, shut up. Shut the fuck up. And I went up and I nailed it. Squ Lads went wild. How stoked was Drew? Very. But my partner was more, his, his uh, name was Matt. He was more pumped than Drew was because he was talking me through it the entire time. He was, he was kind of getting my mentals right. Yeah. So it was big. Did not expect to do uh, that. Congratulations. I got to applaud you for pulling pipe on 18. Lesser men would have said, look, it's a short par four. I just I just need to hit a hybrid, maybe a wood. You didn't. You pulled pipe. You stayed true to it. And look at you now. I think if, 70s you, guy. if you looked, I think my greens in regulation with my driver uh, throughout the round, I think I think I went 100%. Or sorry, not greens, uh, fairways hit. I hit no every shit. fairway with my driver. I was I, The driver shit. was humming that day. You pulled pipe all day. And Good that for you, man. That was a celebration. That, that was the that was the high point of my weekend. I had nothing else after that that made any, that did anything for me. Will, I'm a little worried though. What does this do to your handicap? It lowered it a lot right now, and I think that there's a lot to be determined when it comes to my handicap. But if you went on USGA right now and looked at it, it has me at a 7.5, and that's simply not what I am. 
I think there's something <laughs> not right within the handicap app uh, because I think I'm much more around double that, around a 14 or 15. So we'll see. We'll see how it all shakes out. <sighs> it feels Very good. I'm a 70s guy now. You're a 70s guy. Dude, we're in that 70s show. Yeah. Are we going to title today's wow. episode, Will Shot 79? Uh, we'll revisit that after we record and see what all we talked about. But Dave, maybe. what'd you do this weekend, man? It was the summer of 79. It's actually 69. <laughs> okay. Okay. Really? <laughs> what did you do this weekend? You know, I, I had such a glorious weekend. Um, have you guys, uh, you guys ever heard of binge watching television? Oh, because I binge watched some shows. It's something I've been into for a while now. Uh, 100 foot wave. Anyone? <laughs> I know Jay Bones. 100 foot. Jay Bones, very in on that one. Yeah. He, uh, He's been talking about it. A lot of people have, and I'm, I, I, I don't know why. I was thinking in the back of my head, like, this is something I'll start one day. And then Friday night, we threw it on and um, went through, like, the first four or five episodes. And, dude, it's so good. It, it's – if you just – it was, like, the perfect Sunday night show, like, in that, like, just turn the lights down, look at the absurd camera work, uh, just big waves, 70, 80-foot monster waves on, like, a, a TV – it was perfect. It was the perfect way to wind down. Those are about the size of the ones show. we hit in Jacksonville, if, Jacksonville, if I recall. They're yeah. about 70, 80. Yeah. As a former subscriber to Surfer Magazine, I can't wait to start this. Wow. Shouts to all the reef models out there. <laughs> I, uh, I'm, very, I'm very stoked for Will to get into this. Dylan, you probably should too. I probably um, will. Let me just say, like, uh, who was it who wrote the uh, body surfing column on TFM? Was Probably it Dan? Dan. It was definitely Dan. Yeah, I, without without having to look it up, it was Dan. It's all I could think about uh, last night because they were trying to. They had this thing where they're trying to paddle in on some of them, and uh, I was just thinking about Dan trying to body surf these eighty feet, <laughs> <laughs> and I was cracking up. Uh, no, but uh, pour one out for. Uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but let me just say, Cody deserves better. Dude, stop, dude. I, I started it last night per your recommendation, and I will be going all in this week. Dude, you are going to love Kai. What, KJ's son? Not KJ's yeah, son. I already love him. Me too. Different dude. Professional surfer. No, I'll be watching, Dave. I'm excited. Uh, I, I love anything surfing-driven, surfing uh, and so I, I'm very excited to start this. I'll be watching one episode a night until I'm done. One single crumb of 100-foot wave. Yes. Wow. That is correct. Very sick. Very cool, Dave. Does that conclude your uh, weekend? Hold on. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. <laughs> uh, also, I noticed there was some uh, – we, we laid that sod out front a few weeks ago. And yeah. Noticed there, was some, noticed there were some spots that needed some attention. I've been watering twice a day, and – some of these spots just weren't having it. So I kind of got out there and did a little hand, hand watering, just standing out there, hand on my hip, have my slides on, just kind of spraying it. Then the, doing the thing with the thumb where you kind of make a mist and yeah. you just kind of whack sure, it back yeah. and forth. We, we all know, you know that what I'm talking about. Did yeah. you do any edging? No, no edging. Uh, I had to mow the side, the side of the, uh, of the yard, the other side of the driveway. Cause I've got the, you know, those tall skinny weeds <laughs> that just kind of stand up, you mow it. And then like the next day it just stands straight up. It, they're impossible, man. Like, so those things are coming back with a vengeance, but 
No, all in all, man, it was great. Uh, I'm trying to think if there was anything else. Um, Tell us everything you did over the weekend. I don't even care if it's fun or not. Just like literally. Yeah, those new shades. Are it. those new shades behind you, Dave? Those are beautiful. Dude, you guys are probably wondering why I'm sitting here. The uh, the blinds. We got new blinds. We finally got them installed. Very excited to have them. They look they're fantastic. DM me if you want to know where we got them. <laughs> Dude, that's sweet. Uh, yeah, man. But I had a great weekend, Will. Uh, very cool. And I'm just very happy for you. You're 79. Dude, I had lasagna for dinner last night. Okay, can I get to my weekend? I don't, Dude, no I had about your freaking lasagna. Dude, it was from Central Market, so I just microwaved right, it. So. But it was a really good lasagna. Wait, did you did you call it lasagna because you went low? Maybe. That's what people <laughs> should be calling it. I was kind of bummed no one threw me a party for my 79 on Saturday. I was like kind of sh- expecting to show up to Matzel Rancho. Also, shout out to the backer that came up to me at Matzel Rancho. Forget your name, but you're that guy, pal. Wow, very cool. What, that what guy did you order at El Rancho specifically? I actually went crazy because I sizzled the night before. I decided to stop. I decided to go enchiladas. No uh, one cares what you had at the Matt's El Rancho. So I went, I went chicken enchiladas with green sauce, and then I actually also did a little bit of. A, they were out of refried black beans. Like what? I'm sorry. <laughs> and so I ended up going charro beans with. Uh, they couldn't just refry those. I was like, dude, just take the other ones that are fried and just fry them again. Yeah, refry, dude. What a weekend. I cannot believe you mashed that Verde button. <laughs> uh, Can I talk about my weekend? Yeah, what'd you, what'd you do this weekend? We uh, could just move on, too. We got a lot dude, of so Friday, milk crate Twitter's going off right now. Friday was pretty sick, actually. I had a day with Parks. So Bay was out on the town. It was just me and Parks. And uh, we went and saw the Paw Patrol movie at the movie house in Erie, kind of by my house. Sick. Good S- movie? Sick flick. Yeah, good times. I'm on Rotten Tomatoes right now. Just an all-time father-son evening. We it was perfect. Saturday, um, spent most of it with Bay. Had a nice little steak dinner at Carve. Carve. She's your Bay is your girlfriend Bay, for new Bay, listeners out there. Yeah, she's Bay, your girlfriend, for those right? Those who are unaware, Bay is my girlfriend. Her name is Brittany, but we call her Bay here. We had a fantastic dinner, great conversation, vibes were right, and uh, went home, went to sleep. And uh, woke up, and uh, Sunday morning, I hit a knee. I hit well, a like, knee. Did, were you, was it because you were, are you still having lingering effects from what you're, when you dunked and you broke your knee? Bay became fiance Bay. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know we were doing fiance oh. Bay. I thought you were protesting something. No, no, no. <laughs> um, yeah. It was, it was interesting how, we, how I did it, actually. So I had all these, um, these milk crates in the garage. Yeah. The, uh, I'd had them for like months and months. I'm trying to get rid of them. Anyway, it's from your muscle. I had this idea to uh, to stack them <laughs> in kind of a pyramid, and I put the ring, the engagement ring, on the very top one, the very top level, and I had her walk up and uh, retrieve it. It was pretty dangerous, and she uh, ended up breaking her clavicle. But that's dude, it's yeah. worth it though, dude. <laughs> yeah. She got the rock. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, true story. I, I did propose to Bay on Sunday morning, and we are engaged, and we are very very happy. Dylan, let me be the first to congratulate you, you on Thank becoming you. engaged. Thank you very much. Yeah, I would have to. I, um, I would have to think I'm the first, right? She has. Yeah, she's at my fiance bay now. Uh, well, I, you, you'd think that, but <laughs> Randy was. The I don't first, know if you actually. saw her Instagram, but I was actually the first. Yeah, Dave so was. I did see her Instagram, but what I'm not seeing, I keep refreshing on at D Well, check out my Instagram story. And I'm not seeing uh, your Instagram story is not showing up. Must be in close friends or something. See, um, here's what I'm doing. I'm being a real one. I'm letting her post breathe a little bit. She had a fantastic little post. She included the first DM she ever sent me, which was uh, pretty pretty cool. 
She had to blur out a pic, though. Just kidding. She blurred out her phone number. <laughs> she blurred out. Oh, stop it. That's stop. a dangerous precedent to set. Stop. You can't be posting DMs on the ground. Her, her, her post was, well, the uh, was pretty special. Her, it was incredible. And uh, she had a little picture of the four of us, four of us being me, her, her daughter, in parks. And um, it was... Were you playing scared? Really on, were you playing scared on Sunday morning? You didn't tell us. By the way, I want to be crystal clear. We did not know this was happening. You guess who else didn't know? Hey. Me. Oh, I didn't know. Okay, so yeah, you didn't. I knew that you had a ring. I knew that. So I knew that something was in play. The ring was um, completed and brought and shipped to Austin the Friday we left for New Orleans. So the whole weekend, I had the anticipation of getting home and, and actually seeing it in person for the first time. So Monday. Um, after we finished recording or we finished recording, I went to go pick it up. And so <clears throat> I had it for a week. Yeah. Had a, no. How when we get back from New Orleans? Was it two weeks ago or no, dude, come on. We got back like a week ago. Week ago. Like yeah. just a week ago. A week ago. Yeah. Week so ago. I had it for six days, I guess, before I decided to propose. And I actually planned on holding off and doing it in the coming weeks. And what I wanted to do was set up a situation. Stop. Stop. Stop it, David. I wanted to set up. Will looked at the camera. I wanted to. (laughs) Jim Halpert, did you? you? Jim Halpert, me? (laughs) What I wanted to do is um, include Parks and her daughter. And then I wanted to set up a a situation where we could maybe drop the kids off afterward and go celebrate with friends. Logistically, it was going to be very challenging to pull off. A lot of schedules would have had to have aligned in such a way. And I didn't want to just wait until the perfect opportunity. And the night before at dinner, we were talking and she was like, she basically said like, I kind of want you to just like wake up in the morning, roll over. Feeling like P. Diddy? And do it. And I was like, okay. Uh, So I woke up Sunday morning and I was so in my head. I was, I don't think I've ever been that nervous in my entire life. I was literally like psyching myself up to do it. And she was basically looking at me like, what's wrong with you? Like, she couldn't figure out what was the matter with me. I was not talking very much. I was I was a mess. My heart was pounding. I was an absolute mess. And finally, I just worked up the courage. I kept checking the, the clock, too, because Dallas was dropping parks off at 10 a.m. Oh, so you had, you had like, a buzzer so, beater. Yeah, I did. And I obviously wanted to do it before that happened. And so... Did you have vomit on your sweater already, base spaghetti? Base spaghetti, exactly. Shit. Yeah. And so I, I started the... I had a lot of things in my head that I wanted to say, none of which actually came out in coherent sentences. I was just fumbling over every word. I was an absolute mess, but I went, I, I had the ring in the closet, like on the top shelf where she couldn't see it. I went and grabbed it, and she knew what was happening, of course, and so I hit an E, and uh, they said yes. Ring it in was the closet, great. pizza on the floor. I thought how I was doing it, I was like totally dropping the ball. But she's like, that was absolutely perfect. It was very us. I told you the second the second you said on Friday that the ring was done, I said you're gonna you're yeah. doing it soon because you it's gonna it. burn a hole in your pocket. I, I did the exact same thing. I anticipated like first week of September me doing this around then Labor Day ish something like that. You know, I I couldn't I couldn't wait for everything to align perfectly. I just had to do it, man. And so Parks, of course, was dropped off soon thereafter. Told him about it. Did he grasp the situation? He gets it. Yeah. I, t- I tried to tell Fritz last night, and he was just like, nah, player, I don't care. I texted Fritz. He's like, I barely even know Dylan at this point. Wow. I was like, dude, that's kind of messed up. I got to hang out with Fritz more. How did Rhodes react, Dave? 
Still haven't told him, honestly. Like we, we oh, he's okay. on a social media suspension. We we had to take his phone away. <laughs> wow, can't imagine what he got into. Yeah, it is a bad deal. Um, Dylan, I thought you were going to wait till Mercury was not in retrogrades. Is it currently in the Everglades? I don't know. Yeah, I, I just, I, I was at how much of that? Like, did the you vibes, consult the crystals or anything? The vibes feel right, Dave. So, uh, yeah, then we started to slowly tell family, FaceTime my, my mom and stepdad and uh, called my sisters and all that stuff. So we told family and then uh, decided to start texting some friends. That's when I let you guys know. Why haven't you posted from at D Shivery? Yet. I already said I wanted her post to breathe a little bit. Dude, it's been breathing for like 18 hours. Okay, Just post I'll get, something, dog. I'll get one off. I'm trying it. to live in this comment section. I was really looking forward to my Sunday entertainment last night, just being in the comment section yeah. of your engagement post. That's what I was looking her forward to most. Went absolutely off. Did they? Yeah. I, did I was a story, to, though, so the, the word's out. I locked up when I was trying to think of a good comment, so I haven't left one yet, but I'm going to leave one at some point. You should. I just haven't done it yet. She would like that. I can also confirm that Mercury is not currently in retrograde. Very cool. Very yeah. sick. Great. But you guys do need to be aware that on September 26th, so uh, just over a month from now, it will be back in retrograde. Can't wait to be super depressed then. That's great. Thank right you. in time for spooky Ooh, season. It's going to be spooky and depressing. Yeah. Ooh. Hey, uh, my favorite part, let me, let me make it about me for a second. <laughs> um, my favorite part of this whole deal was afterward when I get on, added to a group text and oh, yeah. <laughs> it was a bunch of numbers I didn't know. And it was Dylan's announcing his uh, engagement and uh, saying, hey, guys, time to plan the bachelor party. I just got engaged. And I was like, oh, hell yeah. And then I looked at the numbers and noticed that there was one missing and it was Will. And in my head, I was like, I guess Will's not going to be planning the bachelor party. That's odd. Maybe it was just an oversight. Yeah. And then like five minutes, I texted Dylan and Dylan goes, oh. Uh, I you weren't supposed to be added to this. I added the wrong David. So yeah, yeah. So my friend David uh, McKay, he's. I, I guess I should. I haven't texted him. You sure yet, it wasn't but. Blaine? Yeah. Is David Blaine going to your bachelor party? Yes or no? <laughs> I'll say that he's going to be invited. It's on him whether he shows up. Can you have your bachelor party in Los Angeles in hopes that he will be there? Because <laughs> yes. I feel like we could use our our connection. I can either DM him or you can just go through someone else. But yes. if if we are if we are drinking champagne and frogs are coming out of our mouth at your bachelor party, I'm going to be so lit. Um, are we going to do a bachelor party for me? I don't know, but if anyone, if anyone, and I and I mean anyone, pitches like, oh, why don't we do like a double bachelor party for Will since he never? No, we're not doing that. We're getting two separate trips out of this. Yeah, I agree. Um. Any, who would you rather have at your bachelor party, David Blaine or uh, the mind freak himself, Chris Angel? I'm going with David Blaine all day. Me too. Can you imagine him leaving yeah, we're the a old? Imagine him levitating, having like, our minds freak, levitating out of the bar to the next one. Yeah. What if you're like, hey, David, what time's your flight tomorrow? Like, we we got a couple guys that are on an early flight getting an Uber XL at like 6:30 tomorrow morning, and then he's just like, nah, it's fine. You look out the window <laughs> from the Airbnb, and there's just a bunch of balloons tied to a tree. <laughs> You believe that? Yeah, you just peace out, dog. <laughs> what if he just mashes that Dua Lipa button and just floats out of the club? I'd be fine with that. That would be sick. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, Dylan, congratulations. Thank you. I've never been happier in my life. Never. Really? Yeah. Really? It's the day Parks was born and then yesterday. Those are the, the the two. Oh, for a second, I was like, what was yesterday? I was like, his birthday's February 19th. Like, you didn't propose yesterday. I got no, confused. No, yeah. I just wanted to flex, and I know his birthday. Randy's is actually April 9th. Very cool for Randy. Just kidding. It's April 5th. He's back like Jordan. 
<laughs> and hey, for those people who are messaging us, like we're not going to do like coming week, like uh, was suggested earlier in this pod. That's not going to be like the new podcast week. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, no, we're not doing that. I love I love that all of um, Brittany's friends who listen to this segment to hear me talk about it. Uh, it rolls right into Dave talking about coming week. So that's, that's special for everybody. Thank you for that. Yeah. Well, it's like, it's you not, said it, not me. Yeah. It's like, it's like homecoming, but instead we're not going home. We're just going to the studio to record podcasts. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for clarifying. Yeah. Stu- cool. Studio coming week doesn't really, it doesn't really yeah. lodge coming. It just doesn't really work. Right. Right. Yeah. Don't worry. We'll, we'll cut them a special clip and you can send it to them. <laughs> okay. Thank you. All right. So let's just ask the questions that everyone wants to know. How much exactly was the ring? Can you show us a receipt oh on my air? Gosh, I forgot. Oh, I forgot. Uh, Will, just check our uh, company bank account. <laughs> <laughs> Watch Media funded the ring. Yeah. We probably funded their pizza last night, too, to celebrate. <laughs> did you, yeah, what did you do to celebrate yesterday? Did you, get, did you guys get a dinner off or anything? Um, she just happened to bring over a bottle of uh, June's uh, sparkling rose. The night before, so I was like, it's kind of perfect that you just brought this. How thing. did she get her hands on that? I don't know. You can't even buy those in the store. You can't Bae, buy those. Bay's got she's got people. I don't know. I've asked them before in the restaurant, can I buy one? I was trying to get one for Sally for Valentine's Day, and they're like, No, we don't sell them. We had parks, like I told you. We went and picked up her daughter, Lil Bay. And uh we went to the park and just did like a little family little outing, you know, and it was it was me- it was mega cute. Damn. And uh we haven't properly, properly celebrated yet. Okay. Like, we haven't gone out, but uh more to come. We'll get there. More to come. Do you know what really would have helped you when you were feeling all nervous yesterday and stuff? Ooh. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of, you were so in your head that you probably didn't even think about this. Let me see. Is it, oh, what if I had like a relief band or something? Uh, I think a relief band would have helped you massively. If you guys aren't familiar with a relief band, it's the number one FDA cleared anti-nausea wristband that has been clinically proven to quickly relieve and effectively prevent nausea and vomiting associated with motion sickness, anxiety, Dylan. Anxiety. I get anxiety, sir. Migraines, hangovers. Were you hungover yesterday when you did it? Are you feeling good? No, I felt great. There you go. You didn't need it. Morning sickness, chemotherapy, so much more. It's 100% drug-free, non-drowsy, and provides all-natural relief with zero side effects as long as needed. Dylan, you brought yours to New Orleans. I did. How did it do you? A little savior on the way home from New Orleans, man. I get flying out, I'm totally fine. Flying home from anywhere, I Every time I get like pretty bad anxiety and it, I get a little nosh, you know? It's probably because you're just pounding Cajun food for three days in New Orleans. It doesn't matter where I'm coming home from, man. It's always the second leg of the, the trip, man. It stinks. Well, luckily, relief band stimulates a nerve in the wrist that travels to the part of the brain that controls nausea. And then it blocks a signal to your brain that's sending, that is sending to your stomach telling you that you're sick. It's the only over-the-counter, over-the-counter wearable device that's been used in hospitals and oncology clinics to treat nausea and vomiting. And if you know someone who deals with nausea, Relief Band will make a great gift. This goes this goes for anything, whether it's car sickness, seasickness, hangovers. I actually thought of uh, Alyssa, Dave. I was like, I wish we had a Relief Band uh, for the gondola ride when we were in uh, Breckenridge this past this past year. Yeah, this is going to be a, a big game changer because as someone who likes to uh, do boating excursions and things of that nature, uh, I can't really do them because Alyssa gets a little seasick. So yeah, this thing is a big player. Well, welcome to Relief Band, Alyssa. It's going to be it's great to have you here. As you're getting ready to take that summer road trip, hopping on a boat, or if you're just anxious about heading back to the office or school, we've got good news for you right now. Relief Band has an exclusive offer just for Circling Back listeners. If you go to reliefband.com and use promo code CIRCLING, you get 20% off plus free shipping and a no-questions-asked 30-day money-back guarantee. 
So head over to reliefband.com. That's R-E-L-I-E-F-B-A-N-D.com and use our promo code CIRCLING for 20% off plus free shipping. Reliefband.com. Promo code CIRCLING for 20% off plus free shipping. Are you in your zone right now? Kind of. You kind of crushed that read, I kind of feel like I, I hit a wave there. It wasn't 100 feet, you, but like it was at least like a 20-foot chopper. Don't let Will get in his zone. Dude. You don't want him there. We got we got breakers out the back right now. Uh, party waves, man. Call, me, do, call me Kai. Now the, now the segment everyone's been waiting for. Yeah. People care about your engagement, but like at the same time, like crate Twitter went absolutely off this weekend. I can't. If, if there's a video of someone doing the crate challenge on the TL, I am 100% mashing that play button every single time. If there's a meme of, of it, not even someone doing it, but a meme that is of crates, I'm all in. <laughs> when, where Do you guys remember where you were when you saw your first crate uh, crawling video? I feel like we're fairly early on this. Are we not? I don't know. I've only seen him on the TL yeah. for like two or three days. We should have probably, I don't know, tabled this for a couple of weeks from now. But Yeah, fair. I think this dropped like Friday. So for those who are unaware, and if you're not on Twitter, you might not be, the crate challenge is people are stacking crates in like a pyramid shape, basically, where you take steps up, and it's at the top is what, like it's maybe seven crates high-ish, something like that. And then you step it down on the other side. I think it's like five. Oh, is it only five? I think it's like five. Either way, it's fairly tall. And, uh, of course, the taller the crates get, the more unstable it becomes. And people are falling and falling hard. (laughs) Very hard. The falls, when they shoot out from underneath their feet and they fall and they get their wind knocked out of them because they landed directly (laughs) on the crates, that's my favorite. People are, like, landing, like, square on their back on other crates and you're getting, like, whiplash. There's some, some dude broke his fall with his face, I saw. (laughs) (laughs) They're incredible. Dude, uh, white, uh, was it White Mike who uh, rolled a blunt on his way up and did it in, like, Jordans, and it was the most casual thing I've ever seen? I think that's the best one. Whoever said that was the most athletic feat they've ever seen, I think that's, I think that's big facts. <laughs> I don't know about that, but it does sound impressive. Okay, big question here. Is anyone in here going to try this at some point? I think, I think as a company we should try it, but I will then say that I do not want to be the person to do it. And I'm not right. gonna I'm not gonna guilt anybody else if they don't want to do it. Um I you know, your boy is somewhat injury prone when doing content. Yeah. So yeah, you are. I don't I don't know if I'm the man for the job either. All right, looks like Dave's doing it. Dave's doing the crate <laughs> challenge. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Dad? Dude, Dave, you're someone crate. Hey, hey Alexa, play L C D sound system. No, I'm actually gonna do the crepe challenge. <laughs> Me and you will. You doing that new t- I'll dude, if it, if there's Nutella in those things, I'm gonna beat you ten times out of ten. Uh, I could not be further out on trying to do something. The, all I can think about when I'm watching these is like, okay, when they're landing on a crate, they're probably at least bruising a rib, if not breaking a rib. Uh, the fact that no one has had a compound fracture on my timeline yet is a compound fracture. Oh, (laughs) cool. You thought I said compound. (laughs) What? (laughs) Oh my God. The fact that that hasn't happened yet is is, is a miracle. No, it, it has. Uh, I saw one. I saw one dude like who I wasn't sure survived, and it looked. I mean, they cut the camera off, and it looked like his body was tightening up, like he was KO'd and broke his neck. Like, oh my gosh, there's no. You would have to pay me quite a bit of money to try this. The falls are horrendous. What's the origin story of this? Is there one video that we can draw this all back to? And and then secondly, like, did when this when that first video like took off. 
did everyone just like get in the group text and it's like, hey, if you have any milk crates, go to this park right now because we're going to start crawling all over these things. Yeah, where are people getting all these crates? They're selling them for like 99 cents at Home Depot right now. That was my favorite meme from the weekend. <laughs> Dave, did you see this one? Uh, no, I did not. There's a picture of a bunch of crates that are for sale and presumably like a Walmart or something. And it's they're on sale for like 99 cents each. And the caption says something like, like white folks are trying to kill us or something. <laughs> it's really funny. It's pretty good. I, I want someone um, to do this, but I just it can't be any of us. We're too old. I can't just no. shoot a seventy nine and then go fracture something right after. Yeah, that would be a tough look for me. Dylan just got engaged. He can't be doing this yeah. given his history. Right. Um, me, uh, you know, I'm back in on baked potatoes. I can't be doing a milk crate challenge, dude. <laughs> dude that that's just true. Insane. Then people just are forgetting, reckless. Dave, that like you're doing a lot of binge watching lately, and you can't do that with the injury. Wow. Dude, once I watch one, I have to watch more. Between 100 Foot Wave and Harry Potter movies, like you are you are just Mr. Binge right now. <laughs> Call me Tim the Toolman Taylor. I'm uh, I'm using Bingeford tools. There we go. There we go. I didn't I knew that I could see the wheels doing something in that head, but oh, I didn't know what they were doing. How do you come up with that of all things? Let me tell you this. Did you see the guy who is trying to ruin it and has made it not cool? The the dude in like a CrossFit gym? He, oh. a guy in great shape, he does it. He's like eating like a, a, a chicken dish or something, probably unseasoned. He's curling like uh, like 50 pound dumbbells at the top of the pyramid. Yeah. Just and, an a-hole, And he man. does it. He completes it. And let me just say, yes, it's impressive, but like, he's just, he doesn't get it. He doesn't get the spirit of it. It's about, it's not about like what he did. I, it's just, I, it we, made me, it made me feel very, very sad for everybody involved. Yeah. We want and to honestly, see moderate to, to severe injuries. We don't want to see a, some in shape douchebag curling on top of a crate pyramid. Yeah. I want to, I want to, <laughs> I want to see some dude in like a, like an old school Cowboys Jersey with a, a weed billboard in the background, like just completely eat it. I don't know if you saw that one, No, but the dude, the dude, and I think they were doing it in a parking lot, which I mean, at least do it on grass. I mean, come on. I I don't think that I don't think that if you're doing this on level ground, it has to be in a park or in a yard. You can't be doing this on like pavement. It has to be on grass because I think that makes it much more difficult. The wobbles start happening because the things are moving in the grass, not because people are terribly ba balanced. Am okay. I right? I don't know. I mean, a, f a fun hypothetical would be. So let's say that the, the standard, the standard milk crate challenge is at the middle at its peak is six crates. So what's the monetary value that you'd have to do for that? And then like it goes down one each time. So like then five, then four, then three, like to try it. Cause like, I mean, you know, I, I feel like I could get away with three, but four is, four is where it starts to get real wobbly. And I'm, I, I start to get very scared. What's the monetary value of the, the highest? So, okay. Um, I'll do, I'll, I'll go hundred bucks per crate over one. You know what I mean? Sure. I'm talking 400 bucks for, for five crates high. How, out of all of us, if we all did it, who, who does the best? Um, probably Randy. I don't know what helps you here. Like what? I don't know. I think who's straight who's up, built like, best for this? Who's straight up? I think it's balance. See, Will, here's the deal. This is Dylan is uh, 
Dylan likes to mock people who do functional strength in the gym, but this is this is their time to shine. This is where the fu- my functional people. This are is what kill they've it. been training for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, their entire life. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's true. I think Will might sneaky be good at it. I think I'd be decent at it. I don't think I'm not ready to say that I'd be the best, but I think I'd be I'd give it a good run. I, think I have, you have a, a lower center of gravity. You just like, I do. You got those dad legs. I also have I have really good balance. I do I you? pretty much spent my entire childhood doing uh, those. What are the What are they called the the boards that you have in the uh, that have the wheel under oh, yeah, it. I don't know what they're called. You spent your childhood doing those? Oh, I had one in my room. I would do it all the time. I lived on that thing. I absolutely loved it. That's cool. I've got good know, balance. But... Hey, let me just say, have you seen uh, the phenomenon that developed? Because, of course, um, when instead of just letting the person fall on their own, uh, some some random terrorist will just come up and just kick it out from under them <laughs> so not cool no yeah, these are these are like long falls down to the ground dude they're so painful the reason it's so good is because it's so it looks so painful every time they fall every single time someone actually did a meme of that with regarding us it was i think you were the guy kicking out and it was like you ratioing me with my big news, and I was the guy at the top of the pyramid, something like that. It was pretty clever. You played you played this engagement well on Twitter because you you didn't do a blatant post at this point, so I, I never had the perfect opportunity to just ratio you. Yeah. And so I had to take my ratio video that I was preparing all of last night, and I had to just straight tweet it out this morning, at Will DeFreeze for those wondering. I also have an announcement. I've officially commented on uh, on Bay's post. Oh, that's huge. What'd mm-hmm. you say? Yeah, I, I said, I knew yesterday was a movie, but I didn't realize it was a romance and then a whining face emoji. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Dude, I did it. But I also enjoyed Dave's, uh, his tweet last night about, um, there goes half of my podcast jokes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny. Yeah, you, uh, you didn't really think about how it would affect the show, did you? <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. That was very selfish of me to get engaged. Yeah, what's your problem? I don't know, man. At least, like, keep it a secret from us so we can, like, can you can you just give us a heads up? Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, we got to we gotta volume shoot our sorority jokes before, like, you, you, we can't do them anymore. And now, now it's just over. I, I had to explain to her why that was a funny tweet from Dave. She didn't quite get it. So now she knows that a lot of Dave's jokes revolve around me uh, and young girls for some reason. Very cool. <laughs> no comment, Dave? I don't. I, I didn't hear him. By the way, I forgot to say thank you for everyone who has uh, reached out and said congratulations. Wow, it's almost like you're not thankful. I'm super thankful. Is, uh, a lot to get to, so if I don't respond directly to you, this is my broad thank you that I'm passing along. I mean, I'll just ask the question. Like, are you not thankful? I'm super thankful, man. I just don't know if you are. Don't come at me like that. I think I think in celebration, you and Bay should each do a, a crate challenge, and then fiance Bay. <laughs> Fiance Bay, sorry. I think I think you guys should do a crate challenge, and then the the, the loser gets the lamer bachelor or bachelorette party. Actually, we already ordered some crates at our uh, reception. We're going to have everyone do a, a crate challenge. Really? Yeah. Is it true that you're having your reception on the corner of Lamar and 45th? What goes on there? Oh, chilies? Yeah, dude. <laughs> we, we're flirting with the idea. Dude, let's we'll do let chilies. You know. <laughs> dude, let's, dude, are you going to rent out mats? It's hard to say. Dude, the patio would be a movie. We've been, we've been talking plan already. Really? Uh, okay. I, I know it's only partially my business, not completely, but I think you guys need to get the uh, the old school waiter from Matt's who wears all the gold rings. Uh-huh. Just start slinging he needs to, martinis. 
He's your official. He needs to Martino. be your guy. Yeah, he's, he's the official. And instead of having, instead of, instead of like Parks having the ring in like his pocket, he just takes it off his hand and gets it to you. That dude, man, that dude's out of control. That would be such a game changer. Like, It'd be like, oh, where's the ring? God, and then suddenly what, he just brings it off his hand and hands it to this you. This wedding is so gangster. Oh, I would love it. Yeah. Anything else on Crate Twitter? No, nope, I love it. Keep it going. Stay safe out there, folks. If you're out there, send us send us all the crate videos you can do. Yep. Uh, we also have another sponsor this week. Are you guys familiar with Everlane? Am I? Yeah, that, that's a yes. For the oh, that's a, that's a yeah. good one. I mean, every day's got their own little adventures. You can be discovering new happy hour, getting lost in a book, or you could just be going on a trip abroad right now. Who knows? You could be absolutely wiling out there. Might I direct everyone's attention to my Instagram page at dshivery? The jeans. Um, that I've been complimented on, I don't know, a million times so far, are Everlane jeans. Well, whether you're exploring a new world in the pages of a book or trying out a new patio brunch spot or, I don't know, maybe getting engaged or just going mobbing with the boys in New Orleans. Or just wiling on Bourbon Street, yeah. Everlane has premium essentials to outfit you in comfort. Uh, I, you can dress these things up or down. These are staples for your wardrobe that you're going to wear the hell out of. Yes. Mark my words. Uh, my package came with some chinos. A long sleeve black Henley that's getting a lot of use, as well as a sweatshirt that has become my go-to hoodie. No shit. I even lost my previous go-to hoodie, and rather than replace it, I've been like, yeah, I've got my new go-to. I don't even need to worry about it at wow. this point. Wow. I know. I know. I'm a bad boy. These jeans, though. Like, come on. Dude, they're stu- they look stupid good in them. You're p- pretty caked in them. Every time I'm about to step out, uh, Fiance Bay wants me to put these bad boys on. I get it. I got to stop saying Fiance Bay. It's, it's obnoxious. It's... Something. Yeah. Everlane's made quality clothing with ethical factories and radically transparent pricing since 2010. And I have to say, I think I've been shopping with them since their first collection. Now they're a partner. This is what dreams are made of. Dude, those are the this best. Those are the best ones, man. The ones we used before they became sponsors. Everlane has everything you need to upgrade your summer look, whether you're going out in the town with friends or just having a movie night in with the fam, from workout to takeout, from swimwear to trackwear, from the discoteca to the boardroom. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm. From wow. work. Yeah, like I just said. You just, you just did that. They've got breathable organic cotton track wear that gives an elevated take on tried and true basics. And for each of those beach days or pool parties, they even have sustainable swimwear. Think about that. It's made from 13,768 pounds of recycled plastic. That is such a precise number. Yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. They even have their jeans, like you were talking about, skinny to relax, slim to athletic. Their denim stays comfortable and versatile all year long, and it fits you just right. They've got the vintage style rigid, the original with just a hint of stretch, or the body-hugging authentic stretch. A lot of jeans don't stretch mm. these days. Do you catch me out here just stretching? I will. I literally will do yeah. that. Uh, they've got all the everyday essentials you need, from damn good denim to super soft loungewear. They partner with the best and most ethical factories in the world for a fit to feel good about, and they accept returns within 30 days of the ship date. All uniform clothing even comes with a 365-day guarantee. Go to everlane.com slash steam and sign up for 10% off your first order plus free shipping and get easy returns within 30 days of your ship date. That's 10% off of your first order when you go to everlane.com slash steam and sign up. We got some news. Let's talk TV real quick. We're not talking big wave, Dave. You guys see that Succession's back in October? Tobes? We're doing Tobes, huh? Mm-hmm. We're doing Tobes. <laughs> the best month of the year just got better. Let's go. Were we? Did we know that that Succession was going to be back in October? We knew it was going to be back. I don't think we knew when. Okay. I, I could be wrong. 
I am uh, I am pretty excited to see if they work in the uh, ongoing global pandemic into the show. And uh, what's the uh, what's the brother's name? Uh, the wacky zany one that's running for office, running for president. Uh, I think he's going to have some takes. I just know him as Cameron from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Connor. That's Connor. Con dog. I, I cannot wait. I, I'm very excited for it. It's it's a pleasure. We won't do a one-off uh, pod, but maybe we'll, I don't know. We'll definitely discuss it on this show. I think we'll be discussing it at the end of Monday episodes. I think that's a, probably a fair assumption. Do we, do we have any idea of this season? We obviously know that we, we witnessed the last season ending with an all-time scene. Yes. Of Kendall going up and absolutely just, you know, sending his dad up a crate Torpedo, and then kick, kicking yeah. it out from under him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> That's a good call. Uh, which I still believe um, his dad wanted low-key to happen. He was a little proud of him for that moment. Yes, yes. But if you watch previews for the upcoming season, it would seem that they're very much at odds. So we'll see how it plays out. But he, but this is, I think this is the long play for the dad. He's yeah. turning his son into a stone cold killer he's to, right he's now. Trying to harden him a little bit. Because if we've learned anything from the last two seasons, it's that Kendall can get derailed by pretty much anything at yeah. this point. And I think that we're going to get, I think we're going to get killer Kendall. We needed it. We needed and, him to, to strike and he did. And don't forget, uh, Kendall kind of already is a stone cold killer or at least manslaughter. Right. He, he's, he's responsible for a death. Yeah. Correct. So, you know, he's he's uh, he's well on his way. Did they confront that last season? Or are we still kind of dealing with the fallout from that? I might have to watch uh, a couple of the episodes from the last one to get kind of caught up on this on how the story. Sally it, mashed that season two episode one button the other night while I was uh, cleaning up around the apartment, and I think I'm going to have to go all in and do a full rewatch of season two. It feels like that was three years ago. Hey, Dave, as a resident binge boy, are you cool with me binging season two before season three comes out? <laughs> Dude. I would love that. I'll binge it with you. Seriously? I'll stop binge watching. Dude, I get to binge with the binge boy himself. Dang. Yeah. They should have an app. They should have an app called Binge where you get to match with people that are binging the same thing as you. (laughs) It's actually actually in the works. It's a dating app where you get to meet like-minded bingers. Really? Wow. Yeah. Dude, they should make it. We should should have. How did we not call the stream room the three binges? It was just us binging. The three binges? It's like it's like the three ninjas, but it's like bingers. I think binge just plays better. No, dude. Okay. But then it, people don't know we're not doing no, three ninjas. No one's gonna think like, oh, that's like a take on the three ninjas, which is a movie that like one percent of our listeners know about. No, we did a Patreon oh. survey, and everyone said that the one thing that they had wrong with the stream room was that we weren't doing enough three ninjas content. <laughs> they wanted more Tom Tom. <laughs> what a what a movie. Uh, Dave, can we talk briefly? Dylan didn't watch last week, but can we talk briefly about Bachelor in Paradise and get some knee-jerk reactions? Him binge. <laughs> I just had to get that out. Uh, yeah, we can. I'm. I even though we're not doing the one-off, I am. I'm planning on at least watching for the next couple of weeks. Um, they have my attention, and honestly, uh, our we have a, a a Bachelorette group text that involves uh, Kate. Cat Pat at the real Cat Pat, and it's it's kind of fun. Like it's not it's it's very low. There's you just if some nights it's dead, some nights we toss some stuff in there. But when it's when it's popping, it's kind of fun because it's you know it's stuff that we we would I don't know probably say on a podcast, but we're not really doing one, so it's fun to text it. My knee jerk reactions from the beginning of the season is that one, I did not see Serena being the toast of the town. Not saying she shouldn't be. I just didn't see it happening. 
Uh, two, David Spade needs to be the permanent host of every single thing that's ever Bachelor moving forward. I don't want anyone but David Spade doing it. He also he made a tiny arm joke in the first episode, which is always going to play with this kind of crew. And uh, number three, uh, grocery store Joe, they just brought him in to emotionally torture him the entire season. Yeah, I don't know why they're... Uh... What are they doing to Joe? What they're doing with him, dude. Joe's just getting hung out to dry right now. He got he got deep in his feels day one, oh. and pretty much Dylan, just in, for who? Uh, Kendall, his ex girlfriend. No, uh. Dylan. No, the first the first hour is is basically uh, him regretting going there because he's a little bit older than everybody and he doesn't really know any of the the, the newer casts. And like uh, he immediately sees uh, Serena, who he wanted to talk to, like take a liking to. Uh, brendan or something and he just he just does like the classic high school move of like oh. he just walks off and goes and lays on a day bed and takes a nap man. oh come on that's the first sword, hour Joe. then he has redemption the second so i i don't know I, I think i think they're grooming i thought at first they were grooming him to be a future bachelor uh maybe they're doing a the, the same thing with serena because they're they showed in the previews like his grocery store joe's ex is coming back and if he gets back with her that's going to make serena uh, a good candidate for a future bachelorette. I don't know, but I'm kind of watching and the more I'm talking about it and like I can recall this stuff, I'm like, why am I not just doing a pod on this? <laughs> I will say that th the first episode of Bachelor in Paradise was such an amazing reprieve from all the other Bachelor shows we've been watching lately. I'm so sure. glad that we have this format as opposed... Like the idea that well, the everyone... The format is a million times better. The, the idea that like, I don't know why this got all spoiled for me. I think it's because I've been watching too much Love Island. But just the idea that you have 30 people vying for one person makes no sense to me yeah. when you can go to paradise and just have everyone trying to talk to each other and mingle. And they flip the script on people by bringing new folks in after matches are already made. It's set up for drama, like actual drama and not this bachelor crap. Sorry. It's just so much better. That's what I'm trying to say. I, Dylan, I think you need to get in. Yeah, I think I you might. need to. I think you need to get in. If you watch on Hulu, which are the is, episodes two hours? Yes, but if you watch on Hulu, it's a quick hundred, or it's a quick eighty minutes. Just get in, get out. No commercials. Easy transitions. It's just beautiful. There's the, my problem is there's so much excellent TV on right now, and as we're about to find out from KJ's breaking news, a lot more to come too. I think I think we actually no. It's just to be clear, it's not called KJ's breaking news. KJ, do you want to come over here and uh, and break some news for us? Uh, Brett is out today, so we have a special guest in the studio. This is uh, KJ Ellis. Wow, what an honor. The Too Much Dip podcast. Not the sure if you guys are familiar with that one. The Mocha Clappuccino himself. Wow. Thanks for having me, fellas, and uh, congratulations all around, mainly to David for not being here in studio. <laughs> Thanks, KJ. Can I get a congratulations for my 79? Congrats on the 79. Thank Ten you. away from being a nice score. Nothing happened for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, uh, you know, thanks to low-key Dylan's Graham. I think we were all, uh, you know, pretty shocked. So if anyone out there is interested in joining the Sizzle Squad, I have a feeling we will have a new seat available. Ooh. Is Dylan out? He's saying your days are oh, done, buddy. I, I see. You I know. see what you're saying. Uh, Let's see about it. Hey, hey, I'm not married yet. If Bay wants to replace you in the Sizzle Squad, I'd welcome that, too. You want Bay to hop on the sticks? You know, who knows? We'll see what that KD ratio is. We'll see about it. So, KJ, I noticed that instead of being called KJ's Breaking News, yes. it's been renamed today to KJ's BBN. Can you ex can you explain what BBN stands Oh, yeah. For? Welcome to BBN. I would like uh, everyone to, you know, stand at attention and, and be here for bigger, better news. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure where else you thought that might be going, but hey, okay. I'm all happy we're here. So we got Juggalo news on the TL. 
Could be. Thanks for uh, trying to cuck my <laughs> options here. So just for that, we will not go to uh, the soon-to-be wed man to pick our choose-your-own-adventure here. Are you taking her last name or, you, or is she taking yours? Uh, we haven't decided okay. yet. Just yeah. wondering. The band at our wedding introduced me as KJ Drush. So all of my nameplates at the office when I got back from the honeymoon were changed to her last name. Very uh, sick. They tried to change my email signature, too, but I wasn't doing that. Very sick. Nah. Anyhow. You swatted that out the gym. David, since you're not with us, but you are in spirit and here on the mic, I'd like you to choose between Juggalo Heartbreak, Dachshund for Donda, or There's So Much Wedding. Ooh. Uh, let's you don't have Dachshund in Rwanda. I'm sorry. What'd you just say? What did you say? Dachshund for Dachshund. Donda. Okay, that didn't come through. Uh, you <laughs> you wanted to go to Rwanda? They have a hotel I thought there. you said, sorry, I just, <laughs> I can't get past how huge you look next to Dylan. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> He's in the foreground. It's at an angle. Yeah, oh, you, you, you look like Parks next to him right now. I've had no granola bars <laughs> in the last, like, three weeks. I don't appreciate them cutting the carbs back, sir. Goodness, no, it's your, your right. shoulders are like yeah, yeah, Dwight yeah. Howard level. Okay. I'm, okay. I'm not shoulder blessed. I get it. Okay. Well, we'll uh, start with Dachshund for Donda. It sounds like that's what yes. she wanted. Um, Kanye West's while and again, reportedly posting a screenshot of Drake's. Yeah, I'll let one of you try Drake. Uh, Drake's try? home address in Toronto on his Instagram story before deleting it shortly after. Can't uh, do that. Still no word of where his album's at, but apparently he's, he's just comfortable getting in social media tips. Uh, where do you guys stand on uh, Drake versus... Uh, Kanye overall. Ooh. Um, Dave, you take this first. So I want Kanye to be back. This is this goes back to my Conor McGregor Kanye comparison. Okay. I want it to happen. It's not. The ship has sailed. The um, the yacht has sailed. <laughs> the yacht, the super yacht. And it's just, it's kind of at the point where it's just weird. And what's going to happen is he's going to drop Donda and Drake's going to drop the same day. <laughs> both, I think that that's the stalemate we're in. Yep. And it's just, I don't think it's going to go well for, for Kanye. And I don't know if you saw this, he posted a, a screenshot of a text. Mm -hmm. He, a uh, conversation basically, I mean, it was to, a, yeah, to Drake. And he had added Pusha to the conversation. Of course, if you know, it's Pusha T and Drake absolutely hate each other um and so it's just it's very antagonistic this has been boiling for a while uh i'd love for kanye to do it but uh, drake is just this is drake's time yeah i i sent a text message to one of my best friends yesterday and i said that i'm not appreciating drake enough in the current scheme of everything like when drake drops an album i'm not sprinting to go listen to it and i should be okay um uh, and, and i feel bad about it he said some in my opinion, some misses lately. Yeah, well, Fritz and I uh, decided yesterday, as as tr as Drake was uh, trending for various reasons, we decided to dip back into his catalog while Sally was out, and uh, we were just catching a vibe on the couch together, just doing it. Yeah, Drake's misses. Drake's misses aren't as big as Kanye's. No, misses, they're not though. egregious. Yeah, like it's still when when a, when a Drake album drops, I still have to listen to it, even though my expectations are lower than they have been historically. When Kanye drops something, I'm like, eh, I'll see what people say first before I go listen to it. No, kind of thing. I'm listening to Con the second Kanye drops. I'm listening to it for whatever reason. I'm I'm buying the, the Donda hype. I don't know why. Because I've been talking, I've been talking it up to you. I feel like 
it's not just you. I feel like people are, are low-key kind of into it, and I've heard, like, little bits and pieces here, but I haven't actually gotten into it. Do you, do you think remember that, in uh, – oh, sorry, KJ. I was just going to say, do you think that David's fallen on the side of uh, Kanye with his wallet by just shopping at the Gap as an e-waste boy? It does make you wonder. Supporting wow, the Yeezy line? Wow. I think people yeah. are not uh, willing to forget that, you know, you're here making sure that Kanye's got enough money to, you know, take his time with this album. Well, it's weird. Da- I, I know Dave's a big e-waste guy, but at ACL a couple years ago, he told me that he never wastes any e. Okay. <laughs> Go on, man. Speaking of wasting some e, <laughs> let's segue to Juggalo Heartbreak. This one will probably be near and dear to, I don't know, maybe two and a half people in this room. One of those definitely not being Dylan. ICP member Violent J announces at the gathering of Juggalo that he's suffering from heart failure. So, you know, pour one out for Violent J or don't because probably an asshole. He's uh, violent. Dude, too much Fago. <laughs> too much Fago for sure. Too much you, sugar, man. You got to think that they've already like tried to triple X hard seltzer Fago up and nobody's buying it. Nobody wants Dylan, that. guess how many grams, <laughs> guess how many grams of uh, sugar are in a single Fago? <laughs> I've got to guess. Eight or two. How many ounces? I don't know. Forty-eight. <laughs> uh, Seventy-one. No, D- Dave got it. Even by Price's Right rules, Dave got it. Forty-nine. Okay. Only forty-nine grams of sugar. That's, That's probably in a twelve-ounce can. Yeah, probably. Which is less, I would say, than most. I think fifty to sixty is what you're looking at. But yeah, what I didn't appreciate about this um, is that they followed that up with, "Hey, by the way, I'm suffering from heart failure, so I have to retire. But uh, we're gonna go on a farewell tour next year. So I'm dying." Mm. But I'm going to get that bag one last time. I kind of respect that. He's trying to set his homies up to just kill it. You know, probably good for Shaggy Pete. Can you can you go to one of their concerts dressed like normally? Yeah. Or do you have to clown up? You know, I think you could go with a meta approach and be like everyone else is an outsider when they're dressing. Uh, everyone else looks the same when they're dressing like outsiders. So, you know, you just go in a business suit and you'll stand out. Okay. Fair enough. You're like yeah, that dude from yeah, SLC Dylan, Punk that just dresses up. up. <laughs> Dave. You don't know how the juggalo culture is, man. I know. I, I just like the term clown up. ICP concert. Waterboard with was, Fago. I knew one dude who got into ICP in, in like eighth grade. And I never, I always thought it was terrible. I didn't get it. It was weird. I I, what I, I drew the line at uh, Rammstein. Okay. Fair. I, I will say that I did own the Great Malenko album at some point um, in my life. The dating game song. It's pretty tight. They definitely were laced with way too many homophobic slurs, like, you know, which was right for the time. But I think where they lost me is when they uh, crossed ways with Eminem. And as someone who probably wrote two or three papers on Eminem as like a fifth to seventh grader, you, you weren't going to lose my allegiance, you know, being a team juggalo. Well, the th- people forget about them that they're a posse of clowns. That's also insane. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one other note quickly, uh, they had their gathering of the juggalos. Guess which state's probably ripe to host the gathering of juggalos. Wild Ohio. guess. All 50 of them. Arkansas. Mm. I won't say worse or better, but different state. I'm stumped right now. I'm trying to think. What do you got, Dave? I said Ohio, but if it's oh, not Ohio. Oh, there you go. I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. Ohio is correct. Okay. No. <laughs> Just east of Columbus by about an hour and a half by uh, Buckeye Lake. So you know who was there and present? One, Steve-O of Jackass fame introduced ICP. Actually, we actually have him on the podcast today. 
Yeah, dude. (laughs) (laughs) And giving a seminar on the dangers of pedophilia. Who do you think fills out this Mad Lib? It was a serious seminar. I'll say that. Not a uh, Q seminar. No guesses? The one and only Chris Hansen. Oh, our Chris Hansen? No. That's Scott Hansen. Oh, shout to Scott Hansen. (laughs) (laughs) Very different people. I got him mixed up with the sports science guy last night, so I'm I'm glad that you know him by name. So, yeah, Chris Hansen was also present at the gathering of Juggalos. Shouts to Chris. And last. Wait, is that that serious? uh, I think they have, like, an offshoot, like, hey, come sit down and listen to how terrible pedophilia is, and Chris Hansen was out there getting the bag. I understand, like. Do we need to do a seminar? <laughs> like, I think most people get it. And like, if they don't, then I don't think Chris Hansen is going to like talk them out of their, well, of their horrible, horrible affliction. Allow me this angle. Where, you know, uh, where might you in the current state of uh, our country take your underage significant other, uh, other than the gathering of a juggalos to feel at home. And I think Chris True. Hansen picked the right place to go pitch to an audience. Yeah. There's no better place to, to really sort things out than a juggalo convention. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Unreal. All right. And lastly, so much wedding. You guys have already mentioned that secession season three is not secession, not smoking secession, but succession season three slated for October. Uh, did you realize that Reese Witherspoon, lead actress and our lead female actor in The Morning Show, is uh, nearly a billionaire? I believe it. Didn't she just sell her company? Yeah. yeah. For, if she yeah. puts her name on a book like to as, as part of her book club, you can pretty much guarantee that thing's going top of the charts. Like $900 million, I think, is what she sold her company Insane. for. Insane. We should sell this company for that. Let's start. Let's put uh, the price tag out there dude, and see if I, we get any bites. Think of some books I you support. I said this a long time ago. Dave, what books are you supporting? Throw your stamp on something. Oh, geez. Uh, Devil's Chessboard. Um, okay. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I'm not. Uh, no, you know, I'm, reading, I'm, I'm reading the Harry Potter books. There you go. Official. And you, I think they've sold a lot based you, only off your recommendation. Uh, this is Dave's official endorsement of the Harry Potter. Are you Potter. binge reading them? <laughs> uh, dude, I didn't want to say anything. I was going to surprise you guys. But, yeah, I have been kind of binging the books a little bit. I did tell... Uh, Will's wonderful wife, Sally, that uh, my knowledge of having read the book saved me in a business uh, setting once. But that story's not for air. Uh, but yeah, morning I, show. No, I walk, over, I walk into our kitchen the other day and I see Sally looking at her phone and she's giggling. And I was like, what are you laughing at over there? And she goes, oh, I'm just texting with KJ. I was like, what? hot seat Will? I was like, what? <laughs> That's incredible. I mean, you know, we do know yeah. that David's, you know, the original bourbon guy. I always said True. he's the other bourbon guy. So, you know, who knows? Um, Let me say this. Uh, every every marriage has that hurdle, Will. <laughs> <laughs> Season two, it. The Morning Show, coming out in September, September 17th. You're Did everyone watch uh, The Morning Show? No. no. I watched it. I enjoyed it. I heard good things. I think it was fine. Like, I, I wouldn't say there are certain parts of it where I'm like, okay, maybe there are too many main characters going on right now. But overall, I think it's a very entertaining show. And with a company like Apple throwing their money behind it, you know it's only going to get better. Uh, you've got what? Reese Witherspoon, Jennifer Aniston, Steve Carell. Steve Carell. There's a lot of recognizable okay. faces in it too. Well, um, you know, I may give it a, a shot. I will not watch season two of C because that lost me about 40 minutes into the first episode of that series. 
uh, the one featuring Jason Momoa. Oh on yes, Apple Plus or Apple TV. Well, we also have other. We, there's some other HBO original programming that's been announced while we've been recording this podcast. Are you aware of this? What is it? A little show called Curb Your Enthusiasm. Shut up. October. Next month. Kidding? Or not next month, but close to next month. Go on. October's going to be a big HBO month for your boys, man. Coming through. Can't wait. And it's spooky season. Mm -hmm. Go off. I won't uh, spend too much time here because it's not till December. But we did see uh, if you're on Twitter today, if you were not talking about Drake crates or. College football being back more on too much dip. Spider-Man trailers leaked for a movie that won't be out until December. Nobody cares about that because we are all much, 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 much more interested in what's happening on September the 10th. <laughs> and that is your the release. Your girl. The one and only. And not your horse. No. Casey Musgraves. The original Casey Musgraves. It's <laughs> so releasing her new album, Starcrossed, on September the 10th along with the 50-minute uh, companion documentary, which usually I would say I have no need for. But it's uh, but Casey here, Musgraves. I will consume every minute. The what companion <laughs> documentary? Exactly. <laughs> now, I'm excited. I, I, I run back uh, her last album a lot. She's, she's fantastic. If, if the sun's setting on a nice Texas drive, there, there ain't no album that hits like that okay. right now. And it's golden hour. Okay. Mm-hmm. That, that mm-hmm. makes sense. That mm-hmm. makes sense. Well, you know, I've got a uh, soft spot in my heart and, uh, you know, for Casey, mm-hmm. so any other spots? Ex- excited, just real excited. Just so happy <laughs> that cool. she's found love again, too. By the way, she has. Yeah, with who? Uh, a poet or writer of some sort. So there's hope. Damn, um, poet's no. putting everybody on the hot seat. Uh, is it Robert uh, Frost? It is not Robert Frost. Poet. It's a guy who kind of looks like Shel Silverstein. A poet so. locks her down. Yeah, is he trying to tell me? Uh, hey, maybe it's just a writing collab. It's all, it's all a ruse. Exactly. My ruse. Thank you, gentlemen. This has been another episode wow. of BBN. KJ, thank you. Thank you, KJ. I don't have the music for this yet. Too much dip. Very sick. Well, that was a loaded episode. It was. Any closing thoughts? Again, congrats on your 79 and day for, for binge-watching for binge television. It's very big for the squad. Dude, that episode was so loaded. It was like one of my loaded baked potatoes that I've been eating lately. <laughs> What are you doing? Well, I think with that, we get to leave. Yeah, let's get out of here. All right. Bye.